Trident Wargaming. Build it, paint it, play it. Hey everybody, welcome back to another podcast, Trident Wargaming. That's right, we're back at it for some more bolt action. Uh, with me is Jason again. How you doing, Jason? I'm doing good. Excellent, excellent. <laughs> <laughs> very good, very good. So... Right back into it, uh, we finally got our scenario games in. Bam, 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 bam. There you go. <laughs> uh, for any of you tuning in just into the episode or, um, you know, just kind of checking out, not sure what we're talking about, uh, pretty much the Stalingrad campaign book for Bolt Action. We uh, finally got back to playing some of the scenarios. And uh, we jumped right back into uh, scenario four that we were planning on doing for quite a while. And uh, so we'll we'll talk about that today, kind of have like a little bit of recap, you know, of the battle and this and that, um, plus uh, the, the next battle as well. Uh, we had a lot of fun with it, so we'll be continuing to do this. I know, uh, I know Jason had a great time. In the battle. <laughs> so that's foreshadowing, folks. <laughs> um, but yeah, so we're we're we'll go through that a little bit here uh, quickly, and um, but first, as usual, we'll uh, kick it off with a little bit of hobby time, uh, projects, stuff we've been working on continuously. All that jazz. Um, so myself, I've actually uh, not really working on bolt action. Um, I know, gasp, right? Oh my god! Dun, dun, dun. Um, so we're. I'm actually working on um, some horse heresy for our current event coming up in a couple of weeks. Um, so just kind of scaring to get uh, to get that army all prepped and ready. Uh, kind of was a last minute thing. I wasn't planning on playing in it, but uh, we had a we had just a slight drop, so got to fill that gap in and uh, get that going. So, whole bunch of futuristic Mongolian bike riders called White Scars. So nice, yeah. So that's what I'm into right now, and then uh, of course always looking at other bolt action stuff too, but. Uh, yeah, that's kind of my hobby at the moment. How about nice. yours, Jason? Uh, procrastinating. That's my mm. hobby right now. I've heard that's one that's like on everybody's, uh, you know. Yeah, list. that's that's <laughs> that's what I've been doing. A whole lot of not not much. Been like sick and stuff and busy, so haven't got a whole lot done. I'm hoping to get back to uh, after this battle. I've got kind of. Uh, a little bit of uh, itchy paint finger. I don't know if that sounds right. I'm ready to paint again. The painting, the painting trigger. Yeah. Yep. Paint, yeah. There you go. That's good. So uh, hopefully I'll get back in in the game right away here. Very nice. Speaking of of painting, um, actually on the weekend, actually it was it was the day of that we played. Um, I had actually stopped into a local store, airbrush store, um, Maple Airbrush. Oh yeah, uh, on the on the west end, um, I went there and checked out uh, their new shop and picked up a couple new products. And one of them, actually, uh, if you're looking at the, watching this on YouTube, you'll see um, it's this one shot primer by Mig. Um, I haven't tried it out yet, but I've heard that it's literally one shot, and it's you're good. So aptly named. Yeah, exactly. So figured I'd try that out, uh, you know, hobby wise, see what it's like and let you guys know on the next kind of podcasts and stuff. Um, or if you have questions about it, I can always do a little video. Uh, also some AK, uh, paints as well. Some blues. Um, I don't know why, but I'm always on the search for blues, right? These AK blues. Now... I think it's because of my little attachment to like ultramarines, <laughs> but, um, I find for like inherent horse heresy, uh, the blue isn't quite the same as the blue in, in 40 K. 
So it, I don't know. There's there's a bit more of a rich kind of color to it, but um, if it doesn't work out, at least uh, at least I can use this blue for some French for Napoleonic or something. So there was that, and there was a couple other products that I I have bought in previous that I haven't used in a long time, but uh, should be interesting to check out. I'll let you guys know what the primer's like. So, but yeah. I guess, uh, I guess really that's about it for hobby time, the hobby front. Not, not too much, not too, too much exciting things happening. Pretty, <laughs> pretty late, light on the hobby front here. Yeah. 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 But, uh, we did talk though, um, we, we talked on Saturday about stuff too. Like, I know I want to start working on some terrain, um, just cause the weather's starting to get a little bit better and. You know, my yeah. my garage isn't going to be freezing cold. Um, but going in there and starting to possibly cut up uh, some hills and beachheads for um, the continuous, you know, idea of the D-Day project. So, but as soon as I start cutting foam, I think that's when it's going to really start to, to happen. Start to bite, yeah. Yeah. I know, I know I have to cut some foam for a big hill for our next, uh, mm. scenario. That's right. That's right. That is right. We can talk about that too, actually. So, uh, I was looking a little earlier, right before the podcast, cause we actually never did tally up the score in the game, but so, you know, we'll, we'll make this podcast really short. Jason won. <laughs> <laughs> okay. It um, was no. close. It was a close it, one. It was not close at all. <laughs> so, uh, so pretty much, uh, the whole goal of that mission was to, to hold the HQ. Um, I do have some pictures that, uh, hopefully I'll attach and, and post on Wednesday for, uh, for this podcast. But, uh, the whole objective was to hold that HQ gain like three points for it. And then we would gain points for, um, Jason Soviets would get, I think it was uh, a point per unit of mine. He destroyed point per unit. And I think, um, you know, I literally have the book directly in front of me. Yeah. And then, uh, uh, three points yes. for the HQ and then one point for each German unit destroyed. And then myself, yeah. Uh, again, uh, three points for holding the HQ at the end of the game, and then one victory point for each supply canister uh, retrieved or recovered. So I, I actually tallied up the score, and it was okay. nine. It was nine to one. Oh no! For you, yeah, of course, right? Um, which meant so I, I only had actually nine order dice in the game. Um, so he, his, his forces did wipe me out to a man. So, um, but it was pretty brutal. It was, it was, it was pretty brutal. Yeah. But, you know, the first two turns, you know, the, like the, the setup and everything, um, looking at the corridor that I was able to set up in, I kind of positioned myself where most of the terrain was like where, where most of the cover would have been right? Trying to utilize maybe yeah. the houses and the fences and all that kind of stuff, right? Yeah, you played really tight to that because uh, I, don't, I don't know if uh, people have looked, but you basically had the whole center yeah. of the table to basically set up on. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, but you played up to 18 inches in or something. Yeah. Right? Yeah, exactly. 18 inches from the short board edge. Um, and that was your corridor that you're able to, to deploy in. And, um, how the terrain was set up, there was, Jason made some pretty cool hills and whatnot that really gave a different, um, perspective and like aspect to the actual table compared to most of the time we play, there really isn't any, you know, elevation to, to the tables except for like inside buildings. Yeah. You know, um, but having the hills and stuff, there was really, uh, um, a different 
feel and like you've seen different tactics with it and um, just even positioning of certain units. It was like, shit, I can't fire on anything because of the hill, right? Because your, your yes. site was blocked, you know? Yeah, it was really, it was actually really open mm -hmm. outside of that village. Yeah. So you had to hug the rear side of the hills uh, and then kind of pop over when you wanted. Yeah. Exactly. Uh, which made it interesting and a bit different. And You're not yeah, used to and, it, right? Yeah. And uh, I mean, I mean, also, I, uh, I was allowed to come in on uh, the short table edges either side. Yeah. And I had a lot of guys. You did. I can't remember exactly. I, I think I had uh, like 60, 68 like infantry. And that's mm -hmm. not counting the teams and anything. That's just infantry squads. Yeah, you had the bodies for sure. Yeah, I had four inexperienced squads. And I had uh, NKVD fanatics. Uh, and I had uh, one veteran squad. And my NKVD and my veterans were all SMGs. And my veterans, I gave the fanatic rule because I was allowed to off of this list mm -hmm. at uh, a point or two. I can't remember, three points a model or something. Which normally... I, I don't know. I'm, I'm, I don't know. Fanatics is also obviously a great rule, but three points is kind of steep. But I thought for these guys, so basically the idea being I have two units of fanatics all with SMGs. One of them's a veterans. Gives me a little punch to get in there. Mm -hmm. uh, you know, can kind of hide them. I was thinking, you know, kind of, Move them up uh, in the in behind the uh, the massed infantry and uh, and pop out when I needed to, right? Uh, and that's kind of not how it worked at all. I basically I put all my cheap infantry on one side and I put my two hard hitting units on the other. <laughs> well, it worked but, out. Uh, it panned out, right? So it, it panned out, yeah. Um, cause I know in my force, I think I had just under, probably just under 40 infantry and that's including like my commander and my two teams. Right. Mm -hmm. Um, so like I didn't, didn't have nearly as much, but I did have two larger tanks, uh, the Panzer fours. Um, so having those, I figured, well, you know, they're, they'll be pretty good machine gun platforms and, and whatnot, plus higher armor that you can't really touch with your infantry. But, um, that didn't happen too well. Like it didn't, uh, didn't really take effect, you know, especially positioning too. Um, I tried to have the tanks on the roads, but kind of covered with some of the buildings. Um, one of them was positioned. Okay. The other one kind of caught off guard. Uh, especially with your KV coming on the other side, right? So yeah, um, but uh, yeah, I, I was able, I was able to uh, for the people at home, I was able to uh, come on the table edge and basically get a rear shot on his tank with my uh, KV one. Yeah, I mean to be fair, it did not pan mm -hmm. out. Basically, I was just shooting at you. And uh, clunking it off your uh, off your armor, yeah. But that's right. uh, uh, but it, and actually, maybe it did work out because really that first shot was the one that I hit, and then I rolled a one for for, for penetration uh, for the penetration roll. So yeah, But uh, after that, I was able to. It took a couple turns to get the kill, but I was able to finally, uh, you know, uh, take the dice out of the thing every time, causing yeah. pens, taking your your dice, and you know, just getting the what did I? I think I got immobilized and twice actually. Yo, that's how I kill. Yeah, yeah. So it was um, 
Yeah, like you had to take out that that Panzer four on that side because otherwise, like it was either pinning down your your infantry or it was actually going to gun down your infantry. Oh yeah, uh, one Big way time. or another, right? Um, so uh, concentrating your tanks' firepower on that was was exactly what it would have been doing, anyways. Um, so yeah, getting them mobilized on the road and then just kind of watching the infantry pass me by as it's like, ah, crap, they're out of my arc now. Right? Yeah. And then the, the, the immobilized getting, you know, getting the immobilizing result and going down. Okay. Well, there goes his turn. And then essentially the next turn, same thing. And that was it. And then that whole side, um, I had infantry inside the HQ but they didn't really get to do too, too much. And then uh, my other infantry squads were on the other flank trying to hold off the wave of, of infantry that was coming as well. And for the first two turns, like, I, I had a good feeling. It, it was good. Mm-hmm. felt good. You know, um, I did some casualties on your side. Um, I got a whole bunch of your units going down and taking pins, stuff like that. You know, uh, um pretty much stalling your advance right yeah yeah i will say i do feel i did good at uh one thing i i'm normally not that good at that i think i did well this time was i think i used the down order like uh really to my advantage it did tie me up for a turn you basically pinned that whole not pinned but you basically had that whole flank one side of the board i had my 40 inexperienced infantry come on that side with the commissar and uh, the officer right? and a machine gun. They're all coming on that, that one side, uh, the right flank. And uh, you did tie them down for a whole turn by me going down strategically. But I think it, it really worked out. A, it pulled you out. You, you got out there, you used up all your dice, and you, you caused a couple of casualties, but not not really that many, not no. in comparison to the number. Uh, and so the next turn, I was able to get up and start punching. And it didn't help, too, that you pulled initiative a lot. Yeah, I did. That, I did. Those first couple turns. I think there was the... Yeah, the one turn it was like I don't know five in a row. Yeah, something like that. And then she was, and and to, and to top it off too is you got to remember in this scenario, you are limited in your ammunition, so only half of your units can fire. So only five of my units were able to fire the nine. Yeah, and then, uh, and then also using up the fuel reserves that I had on the vehicles, um, which didn't really take too much effect, like because I rolled so high. I think it was like. I don't know. I think it was one off of getting max fuel reserves for the vehicles that I had anyways. Um, so that was kind of, you know, the first two turns were, were not too, too shabby. Um, and then third turn hit at the same time, the supply drop, the first supply drop dropped right into Jason's lap. Dropped directly onto. I should have taken a casualty from it. That canister <laughs> dropped onto my machine gun's head. Yeah. yeah. So, uh, so instantly, like right there, you you know, you just go and claim it and get a point from that because it was too far away for me and and way too close to to his units for me to just go out in the open, right? Yeah. And um, so there was that, and then right after that roll is when the whole game changed. Yeah, I did have a good uh, artillery strike. I would like to say an excellently placed and well-calculated <laughs> and thought-out artillery strike. So, uh, yep. Like Jason it, said, it was my units yeah. were so clumped around the HQ, around my deployment. Mm-hmm. So um, as Jason was, was saying there, I'll let him continue. Um <laughs> it uh anyway it hit uh due to my excellent planning and skill and uh yeah i think i got an 11 inches or something for the uh yeah that's right 
the size of the barrage. So I was able to hit all of your units except for your one tank. Yeah, that's right. On the on the far side. And I got pretty good on the pins. It was three pins basically for most of the units. And then I hit your other tank, your uh, Panzer, IV Panzer IV B or whatever. Yeah, with the light howitzer. And... Uh, and that went to Kablooey, yeah, which right. also also helped a lot. Gave my uh, infantry a lot more confidence. Because <laughs> <laughs> that was the guy that was uh, staring him down. And he's the guy that caused the casualties, really. Your infantry, I think, maybe killed two guys yeah, on that flank. I don't think I killed a squad in that. Oh, no, I did kill a squad in that game. But uh, yeah, you, you killed one from my assault that I did against your guys in the yeah, church. That's right. But uh, but again, like yeah, artillery strike came in and just it it essentially like it completely changed my game, my whole game oh, plan. Right. And and really, what happens before the NASA? Because I always have to defend this artillery rule because people will come in and they'll say, "See, I told you it." It was a good strike, but that's not what did you in. Hmm. <laughs> what did you in was the following turn when you went to rally. Rightfully so. That's absolutely what you need to do when you have three pins. Yeah. I mean, it's like blackjack. You don't hit on 17. If you have three pins, you rally. It's just automatic. But you failed two of them or something. Yeah, too many. <laughs> two, or, two or three out of the five i think there was rally test and so that is what <laughs> is really what so not only did i i get that uh you know i uh turn where you're pinned and you had to rally you went down with most of those guys and then had to try to rally again which eventually worked you did rally but it was too late because guess what happened? I was I was all up in the grill, and uh, with this list, you got a second artillery brush, which didn't blow any tanks up, but did blow up the HQ. Yep, <laughs> the again, uh, big church there. But again, it it was like again you placed it, and it like again hit those same units as well, right? Yeah, just more pins. Like uh, towards the end of the game, I had one, one unit that was like pinned out. Yeah, one one right. unit got pinned out, which doesn't happen very often. No. It's pretty rare so, for units to get pinned out. So it was, uh, it, and that was because you failed. You failed to test with that guy again. Yeah, yeah, exactly. Uh, so because uh, yeah, which I mean, you know. Yeah, it's it's part of the game. It's um, not much you can really do about it, like when that happens, right? And uh, you just you try to do do the best that you can with what you what you got. And but ultimately, yep. like in that in that scenario, you definitely felt the pressure of you know like the Soviet force really outnumbering you. You know, in yeah. in hindsight, like. Did I need to take two two tanks? No, I didn't. Right. Um, you're forced to take one, and it, it didn't have to be a Panzer IV or anything like that. But that's what I had and wanted to try. I but, actually uh, think the the Panzer that blew up because of the artillery bras, the B or whatever, yeah, was the was the right tank to take. In knowing that. Uh, I was probably going to be taking a ass load of infantry. Yeah. That that thing is a butte with a whole mount and machine gun and that uh two inch I mean it's a two inch template. It's not crazy, but it's a fairly cheap tank compared to some of the others. Yeah. And you get that that template weapon against me. Uh that was a perfect tank. The other one, yeah, I it's, don't. 
the thing with the AT guns, it's either, you know, you're either using it or, or your, your machine gun platform, right? Yeah. That's essentially what happens. So, um, you know, for that many points moving around mobile with machine guns, like I would have just been backing up from your infantry and just fight firing the machine guns kind of ordeal. Right. But when you have a a threat of a tank on the board as well, it's kind of like, okay, well, I kind of have to put a shot into him. Um, so, um, a little lackluster though on, uh, the mortar team and, and the machine gun team that round for me. Yeah. The mortar did nothing. No. And the machine gun team, I poorly placed it. I don't know what I was thinking, but, uh. I think I kind of thought maybe that you would have had more units coming from across the board than than the side of the board. Yeah, and, no, I uh, played I played right as deep as I could. Yeah, and uh, and came on both both flanks fairly heavy because I w- I was able to because here's one of the big disadvantages you had that you had to set your army up. And then I got to come on. So I got to see exactly what you had. I could, you know, put her uh, put her down how I I felt it needed to go. And you had to guess. Essentially. So yeah. and I don't I don't think your deployment was was bad at all. I think that machine gun didn't end up being useful, but uh it could have. I mean honestly there's not a whole lot of places you could have put it because if you would have put it you know, over in that uh, like little chicken coop area, I probably wouldn't have put my infantry up so aggressively. And maybe that would have just that in itself would have been a good thing. But uh, or if you'd put it on the other side, I wouldn't have. I, I I would have changed what I did based on it. So I don't think there was a whole lot you could do. Probably in the uh... and that's that's one of the disadvantages of a machine gun is it's it's kind of a like you put it down and you can move it. It's kind of a pain. Like it's a pain. Yeah. It, it's not as mobile as say like a, you know, vehicle. I, I would have wanted, I would have, I think we talked about it too, but uh, putting it up in the church tower would have been a good spot, but um, it probably would have got sniped out anyways. Yeah. Um, that's the thing too. I had that. Uh, I know it sounds silly. One sniper is terrible in this game. And this, I forget the the unit you're allowed to have, but you get you can basically it's a unit of five dudes, and you can take two sniper rifles. Mm-hmm. Uh, that second sniper shot is killer. I don't know what it is because if if I have one sniper and he shoots six times in a game, I'm gonna hit maybe once, despite that not obviously being how it should work. Uh, but this unit, because I have two shots, you think, oh, well, maybe I'll hit twice in a game, right? Two snipers. No, 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 no. I'll hit almost every shot. Hmm. Uh, because it's awesome. Yeah. Cause that, that sniper took out your, uh, took out the mortar well, team, the mortar team. And then. I think it actually started taking out the. It took out the infantry inside, the building yeah, started, as well. Started causing pins and pegging them off. Yeah. So. Yeah. So they did. Uh, they did work, right? And uh, like your whole army actually did work. So. Which is yeah, really, really good. Yeah, yeah, I can't complain. Actually, there was no unit that didn't do what I hoped it would do. <laughs> so. It worked out really. Really well from my my inexperienced infantry was slogging up, you know they weren't very fast because I took that whole turn basically, where they just kind of went down to try to preserve life, so I could push <laughs> push a little harder the next turn. Yeah, you know, and then I had my veterans and my NKVD went in for the assault. Um, uh, over on the other side went in, you know. Rip roaring. I uh, think they took out your officer and your machine gun team, and yeah, that's right. They're poised to strike the HQ church before it blew up. Yeah, yeah it's um, 
the like the units I had were just kind of the regular, you know, here infantry, you know, SMG rifles and LMG, mm-hmm. um, which they, they laid down some firepower. It just uh, again, you know, you going down uh, really negated that, right? And that happened a couple times, plus being all pinned and whatnot. Um, and then, like I said, the other two teams, like the motor team and the MMG, they didn't really do anything. My tank, like, it, it just seemed I was on the back pedal the whole game. Yeah. Uh, except, you know, I, sorry, I shouldn't say the whole game, but I'm saying, I would say after the first two turns, I kind of felt like I was on the back pedal. And then once, once I can see and, and felt that, like, shit, I don't, I can't really do anything. Like, I have no actions really to do to, like, offensive actions against you. Yeah. That's when it was like, okay. This is going to be, this is going to, like, I need to rally. I need to get some boys back to the fight. And it just, it wasn't happening. And that, that was it. Like, Soviet victory right there, man. Like, it was like, holy shit. Oh, totally. When you, when you failed all those tests, Mm -hmm. I mean, the blood was in the air. Yeah. (laughs) It was really coming. Yeah. Yeah. It was, and it would have taken, it would have taken a, a turn of me having equally or worse luck than you had on that turn mm-hmm. uh, for, for you to come back from, I think. Cause it just, it tied you up just enough for me to be able to get close. And then I could let loose with like, I think there was 40 billion shots. I can't remember. Yeah, 40 and billion shots. Uh, they're not super effective, but uh, you know, Pin, 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 you know, uh, plus the pins you got from, you know, that second barrage. The strike. Yeah. And, uh, I mean, you're just stuck. You're just waiting to die, you know, until I got right up close and personal. And then it got really brutal. Yeah. Yeah. And also, I, I will say I am proud of myself because I'm an idiot. I quite often would have charged in those situations when I got close and okay. died. <laughs> like it would have been the bad choice, but I made the right <laughs> choice and just shot you. You know, fair enough. Uh, yeah, the inexperienced. Uh, just because I I really play veteran. Uh, you know, when I started playing, I started playing with the airborne. That was my first real army, and so that's kind of what my play style tends to be is really aggressive right i have to remind myself no these are not airborne (laughs) i cannot run across the open and stand up to fire sometimes i cannot charge willy-nilly i really need to (laughs) be careful these these guys are terrible true so uh, I'm I'm glad I uh, had the discipline not to do that and just shoot you in your face, you know. Yeah, and it, like, and it worked like out. friends do. Yeah, like friends do. So <laughs> so not only did uh, not only did Jason's son, uh, you know, kick my butt in uh, the previous week, but uh, Jason also invited me over to his place to kick my butt too. So. <laughs> Double whammy. Suck it, Andy. Yeah, there you go. <laughs> Sportsman of the year. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> uh, that's funny. So uh so yeah, so that was mission four. So I think Jason is up three wins, and I think I got one. <laughs> yeah, you you won at the what was it, the tank factory or the Worker's Village. I think it was the Worker's Village or whatever it yeah, was. Yeah, the one where I had to cross the... Uh, had to cross the, the bridge. Or or... So the next one... No, no it was the Spart- uh, Spartanovka. Oh, yes. That's the one. That's the one you got That was the on. giant table that we played on. Yeah. Yeah. Which was really cool. Um, so the next one... The next scenario, scenario five. So the fourth army's southern thrust. It's kind of a, a, a breakthrough, I guess, attempt. Um, but scenario five is hill 154.2, September 10th, 1942. So 
in this one, uh, the looks like the objective is, I think, to hold hold um, certain amount of hills. I believe there's three three objectives. One is your main objective is a hill, and then you get to pick two other hills or areas of hill to be secondary objectives. And you start with them, you hold them, and then I have to come get them. But this time I have a two-to-one advantage in yes. points. And I'm also dug in. And you're dug in, so it is going to be brutal. Because I'm not going to be shooting. Like, I'm not going to hit you. Right. So it it's going to be... Uh, me moving up that hill and up that ass hill. assaulting you because yeah, it's going to be it's 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 going to be a blood fest like essentially it's yeah um i mean depending on how many points we play but yeah well, it's two two thousand points to one thousand one thousand yeah yeah exactly and um no heavy artillery pieces or forward artillery observers may be taken. Yeah. So it's gonna, got, it's going to be literally like infantry. swarms of infantry. Yeah. I may have to buy more infantry. <laughs> for this well, one. you're good. You only get a thousand. Yeah. Um, I was looking at the uh, forces that you can use. Uh, and I get the gates of Stalingrad. Um and in, of course, in that theater selector, you are allowed to take tanks as well, right? Mm -hmm. um, but do I necessarily want to in that situation? Probably not, but uh, there are options, right? So, but it looks like, uh, where is it? I just had it here. I do know that they give you... Uh, a second MMG option. Yeah, there it is. Okay. So yeah, four infantry squads, two MMG teams, mortar team, flamethrower team, the usual headquarters, um, sniper anti-tank. So they do have artillery. You still can take artillery, just... Actually, no, you can't. What does it say? I can't, but you yeah. can. Yeah. Germans, their selectors, books, friend squads can be taken. Huh. So, yeah, it looks it looks kind of like a, the army selector itself doesn't really have any kind of really special rules or anything. Um, just looks like maybe a slimmed down version of just a reinforced platoon with the exception of being able to take two MMGs. Mm-hmm. Um, so you, you do have your options, you know, Panzer two, Panzer three, Stugs, stuff like that. So, uh, zero, yeah, transport, same kind of thing. But I mean, being, having the, uh, dug in special rule, like, I don't know. I want to probably take advantage of that with my infantry, right? Just make sure that, uh. You got some good firing lanes and, and keep on firing and whatnot and wave after wave after wave of I'm sure Soviet infantry. I'm sure I'll oh, probably yeah. be, I'm sure I'll probably be bringing some of my infantry for Jason to use. <laughs> yeah, I think I think I only have around ninety. So yeah, <laughs> I think I, yeah I've got a fair bit too. Um, but yeah, it looks like I deploy my entire force on the board first and then your forces are not deployed. No. They enter from the edge, so, uh, determine, so control of hill 1542, end of the game. Uh, control contested, and your second clan points for it. So it's worth four points. 
the other heals are worth two points, and then one point for enemy destruction, pretty much. So, yeah, it's going to be a bloodbath, definitely. Uh, this sh should be a fun one. Um, I'm you're definitely going to take some time building an army, though, to beat Jason. You're going to get some uh, revenge here, I think. Yeah. I gotta look. I gotta slog it across that table too. True, because uh, your objectives look like they're basically a foot in from the edge. Yeah. So Come on the map here, yeah, no, for yeah, sure. for sure. So I gotta slog it across three feet of table before I can even get to the objective, and you get to sit on high ground. That's where uh, the German machine gun. I think will be quite advantageous, especially with the extra shots. Because like that's how, like when I play my German forces, no matter what German force I'm playing, like I'm always kind of looking at, you know, that's their strength, right? Is the 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 machine gun rule that they have is one of their mm -hmm. big strengths because they tend not to have a lot of units on the board. Yeah. Right? Cuz they're they're usually regular and above. Right? For the majority of the time people are playing as Germans. You know, um so I'm always kind of looking okay, how can I maximize my my shots? How can I maximize my MMGs, LMGs, you know, stuff like that. So kind of why I gravitate maybe to a tank sometimes just for the <laughs> MMGs. Like, you know, 12 shots or whatever, right? Yeah, it's not a bad idea. No, and, and even transports too. Like, not that I put like, you know, the the second MMG on it or whatever because it's rear facing, but uh, just having the MMG on that transport itself helps out a lot. And it, it essentially becomes just a mobile gun platform as well. So, yeah, I try, I try to utilize that. Um, as for the infantry, you know, really don't have that much choice in the matter because you're you're taking that anyways. Like the LMG, there's not too many units that have dual. Maybe mm -hmm. the Grenadiers might have it. Um, I'd have to take a look at that again. But uh, I tend to take the the here infantry, the regs. They they tend to do not too bad for me. So, but yeah, hunker down. I think. I think that's what's going to happen this round. Yeah, hey, you're playing the old-fashioned dwarf gun line. Yeah. This is essentially going to be like a World War One fight. Yeah, it really is, yeah. Right. Yep. Running up the hill. Now I just have to build the hill. Yep. Yep, pretty much. Sweet. That'll be fun. <laughs> so brutal. Oh, my goodness. I don't even know how I'm going to... Yeah. Lot, lot, lots and lots of infantry. Yeah. No, it'll be it'll be a good fight. Uh, it'll be exciting to see and and get some pictures of just the infantry on the board, right? Because when you see that many on the board, it's it's pretty impressive. You know, on, on yeah, both, like the whole battle, right? Like, see, like uh, like other games. Um, as an example, um, just the past week we had our. Uh, our last slow grow game or slow grow meetup for horse heresy and uh, and Bill had brought his his force and he's he's all infantry, right? Yeah. And when you bust out like eighty infantry on the board, eighty space marines on the board, and guys Ooh. are like, "Holy smokes! Like this is the heresy, right?" Like, yeah. So it's it's pretty cool to see that and and seeing that you know this Russian wave coming in and that's what I like about these scenarios. It's not always it's not always uh, the same point level. Yeah. So you get to actually see, you know, you get actually to see those moments, right? And it's like Soviets, 2,000 points, and it's like just this massive army of infantry. It's like, holy shit. <laughs> what yeah. am I going to do? Call into your Terry. I'm coming for you, Andy. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> Zukov and his troops coming. Yeah, but yeah, it should be. I think it'll be fun. Um, we'll definitely uh, 
it'll probably be a lot longer than uh, our last last game, I would say. Um, there's just going to be a lot more units on the board to move and turn well, the I turns, know, right? I know my turns are going to take a lot longer. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. So, yeah. Essentially, it's a, it's five. I get five hundred points more. You still get a thousand. Yeah. Uh, but yeah, with the restriction of the no forward observer and the uh, uh, no heavy artillery. Mm-hmm. Or is it no heavy artillery or just no artillery? No, I think it says no heavy artillery. So, so like, uh, either way, that's a couple of point sinks, you know. I mean, they're useful, but, I mean, uh, that's just less things I have <laughs> to spend points on. And I can only take one tank. So, basically, a couple of teams, maybe. But, honestly... Am I going to bring a machine gun? You're dug in on the other side of the board. Probably not. A machine gun's kind of useless in this battle for me. Yeah, uh, you're literally your like your miniature says it all for that that you have. Yeah, he's running. They're yeah. literally going to be running with that machine gun until they get into a position that they and can actually fire. Which isn't, and then even when I get to fire, I'm going to need sevens. Yeah. Right? No, thanks. That, that guy. Nyet. <laughs> oh, yeah, exactly. Nyet. That guy so. can stay at home. So it's uh, basically all my points are going to be into infantry. Snipers might be help. Right? Yeah. I don't even know, actually, if I can spend 2,000 points on one force oh, or org. Well, maybe, yeah. I guess. Because yeah. I, I can only... Yeah, I don't. I don't even know if I can do it with. Uh, I think I'll fill out a whole force org. Well, even if we, um, we could even chat about that too. Like, you know, when uh, later on, kind of thing. You know, if you want, to kind of chat about the forces that we're bringing in and stuff. That's uh, that's always fun to do too, right? Like, you know, this is what I'm bringing, right? And uh, different ideas. Yeah could be for interesting battles it's always cool to kind of collaborate with the forces and make it thematic and whatnot which it, the game's already like that anyways right but yeah no any ideas throw it at each other that kind of thing yeah totally Sounds siberians like is what i gotta bring yeah <laughs> so it should be good um excited to do it we'll uh probably i don't know next maybe in probably next three four weeks or so we'll try to get it in totally you know let it give us some time to assemble some forces if we need to for some extra stuff you know uh, hobby wise building all that all that stuff i know i have well we have easter coming up and then um have a tournament coming up so kind of occupied for those weekends and whatnot. So yeah, we'll take our time with it. Get some terrain built, some more units, tinker with some armies. Should be good. Should be fun. Nice. Yeah. So sweet. So that's that's our plan for our next battle. Um fighting over that hill. It'll be uh it'll be good. It'll be bloody. There'll be pictures. There'll be stories. <laughs> They'll be crying. They'll be crying. Me. Me. Yeah. It'll be me. It'll be me crying. <laughs> With my luck, it'll be me. So um, but yeah, let us uh let us know if you guys have played this mission. Uh it'd be cool to hear uh feedback on it and what you guys have done or you know, results or any of those like special moments that something just wowed you, you know, in your game kind of thing. We always love to hear those little war stories. So even, uh, you know, send us pictures or, or post stuff of your tables. I'd love to see your tables. I, yeah. I love, I just love seeing people's terrain that they play on and, you know. Yeah, we, Give we me ha- some ideas I can steal. Yeah. <laughs> it, it is really what I'm, I yeah. need. So, I mean, we have, uh, we have one of the gentlemen in our group, Larry, uh, he's, He's, he's such a hobbyist that like 
they play tons of scenarios with their little crew and um he's always posting pictures of what's he, what he's painting and, and terrain that he's building and it just uh you know it, it's pretty cool to see you know like he had a, a d-day board going and stuff like that and and they they've been going through i don't know if they're going through them in order but they've been going through the scenarios out of the d-day book yeah so it's it's good to see that like it's it's kind of that dream of being able to do that and having a spot for that, you know, to do like myself. Mm-hmm. Um, I don't have very much room myself to, to, to do that, but, um, even making terrain and even bringing it to the shop and just, you know, having, you know, play it on a Saturday or something or, or head over to your place and play, you know, like having that specialized terrain is pretty cool to do. Yeah. So yeah, but, I love it. Uh, but in time. And that's, that's the other thing I love about these scenarios is it gives you a focus for your terrain. Yep. You know, like right now, I already want to build a big, giant, stupid hill. Would <laughs> I have built a big, giant, stupid hill for, uh, you know, just a pickup game? No. Yeah. Is it going to be awesome to have a big, giant, stupid hill? Hell yeah. <laughs> <laughs> but it's nice because you can use all this stuff for other games too, right? Oh, yeah. Big, giant, stupid hills. You know, And... You never get nope. to play on big giant stupid deals. Nope. No, we do not. But BGSH. <laughs> but there's a lot of scenarios to go through. I mean, this is just kind of the the first that we're kind of you know trying to get through and, and play these missions and whatnot. So lots of fun to to be had, and we'll share it with you guys what we're doing and stuff. So uh, be prepared for that. Um, other than that, I think that's really about it until uh, until our next episode, uh, which uh, I still got to plan out, figure out what I'm going to do. But uh, <laughs> <laughs> I'd like to mix it up. Oh, I think actually, you know what? I think I think we'll be going through the American book um, with myself, Bill, and Tony. So um, we'll be setting that up, kind of going through it like the the army overall review kind of thing that overview that nice. I've been doing lately. So, so that I'm sure that'll be a two-parter, which will be good. So, so yeah, hope Sweet. you, hope you guys all enjoyed the episode. Uh, you know, tell us what you think, let us know, show us some pictures, show us some models, love to see all that stuff. Check out, uh, you know, our, our socials and, and whatnot, Instagram, all that jazz. And, um, Yeah. Keep on chucking those dice, you know, uh, build it, paint, plate, and having that fun. And hopefully we'll catch you guys next time. Bye.